0: Hey everybody, Lloyd here. Just wanted to let you know that for the first five minutes or so of this audio, there's some issues. I was having a microphone problem. I I got it sorted out while we were recording live, Um, but it's going to sound like heavily crunchy and compressed. That's not something that is intended, but it goes away after about five minutes. So please bear with us. Uh, The show is great. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, but don't let the uh, weird audio thing at the start scare you away. So anyway, uh won't keep you too long. Here's the episode. All right, everybody. Welcome to Cast, episode number 146. I'm Bill. That's... Wait, no. That's what Bill does. Uh, this is StadiaCast, episode 146. Recording this one Sunday, March 13th. Hello to everybody coming out and joining us. Bright and early, uh, because of the damn time change. Uh, this is an earlier one. Uh, as you guys will probably notice, as you find folks will probably notice, no Bill today. Bill is unfortunately under the weather. So we're going to be doing a solo, solo Stadia cast today. Talking about all the latest Stadia news, views, reviews. Although, we probably won't be doing any of that today. So let's get into it. Uh, before we get started, we record this show... Almost every single Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern uh, over at NerdNest.tv. You can check out all the stuff that we do over at NerdNest.tv because we have a lot of awesome stuff. I'm going to turn down this music. I'm going to get it off. I'm going to pause it because this is super distracting. So we'll we'll do that. Um, what else? Uh, there's ways to support the show. You can, of course, give us Super Chats here. Um, we'll get, those, get to those messages at the end of the show you can click join below and join our awesome nerd nest crew here on youtube you can of course go to our discord channel over at nerd slash discord and of course if you're not watching this live if you're watching this pre-recorded and uh checking out all the fun stuff that we've been doing in this episode you can use the applaud button to do a super thanks i think is what it's called now um Odd, <laughs> odd. I'm getting some uh, love your shirt, Lloyd. Uh, this is uh, it says boom, it says boom. Uh, cause it's a, it's a Evil Dead shirt uh, that is like doom. So thank you to everybody in the chat room. So yeah, so this is Stadia Cast. Let's get into it. Normally this is where we'd banter back and forth, uh, Bill and I, about what we've been playing. Uh, but I'm gonna talk about what I've been playing because uh, it has been a, it's been an okay, an okay gaming week. I got some time in. Uh, Spending most of my time, um, as little as it actually was, maybe a few hours, playing Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla, the Dawn of Ragnarok expansion has come out. It came out on Thursday. And uh, this is a premium expansion. Uh, You have to purchase it. Even if you own the season pass, you have to purchase this one uh, because it's not part of the season pass. But this gives you a whole new main campaign sort of uh I've been looking at reviews a little bit and um people are saying it can take between 15 and 25 hours to finish the uh the, the story content that's in here and uh, you instead of being Ivor uh, or Avor uh, in the main game you're still Avor kind of uh, but you are actually inhabiting the body of Odin so you are actually a god in this DLC and because of that there's a whole bunch of new powers that they've added so, I'm not going to spoil too much here because there are some really, really good things in here. But um, as part of this new expansion, there's a new set of powers. And um, early on when you're playing through the story mode, you get this little bracer that goes on your arm. And you can actually absorb powers from some of the enemies that you defeat uh, to do different things. I'm going to talk about one of them. There's five. I'm going to talk about... One of them. (laughs) And one of them is uh, you get the ability to become these like um, lava ash beasts. They're like kind of your main enemies that you fight at the start of the game. And you gain the ability to become one of them. Which is really cool because you can walk on lava. Uh, You don't have to uh, be so worrisome about uh, going through pools of lava. When you are in this world, when you are essentially in, uh, in Odin's world, there is a lot of lava everywhere because these beasts are taking over. So that's the one big thing about it. The other thing is now you can basically hide in plain sight around these enemies. They don't notice you. You have this like ash cloak that goes over your, your head. Uh, so you're still doing your assassin's thing, but with a cloak over your head. And you can actually walk up and assassinate people and and all that stuff as well. Really, really enjoying it. Um, It, it, adds, it adds enough newness to the game where it feels sort of fresh. And e- even though I've been playing a lot of Valhalla, because I've wanted to... I really wanted to finish all the DLC stuff prior to Ragnarok. So I've been playing a little bit of the um, of the Paris stuff and the uh, um, oh, what's the other one? The the Dryad or, or Druid <laughs> expansion. I can't remember what they're actually called these days um, playing through some of that, but uh, I didn't actually beat it. But then Valhalla came out or sorry, Ragnarok, Donna Ragnarok came out and I was like, you know what? I'm not I, oh this is this is this is showing, oh no, don't don't I'm gonna skip ahead because that's the coolest power in the game. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it. I really don't wanna spoil it. so I'm gonna scoot scoot ahead just a little bit in this video uh, if you're watching the video version. um so yeah, uh Donna Ragnarok is kind of been the the big game that I've been playing i'm I'm loving the story and, and again, you are you you are Ivor uh, or Avor uh, in the game, so you're still your main character. you still have all the items of your character but in the actual um worlds that you're playing through you're dreaming as odin uh which is which is pretty fantastic so um yeah very fantastic game uh people are saying that my audio changed uh if people in chat can let me know exactly what's wrong because i it, it sounds fine in my ears so if that's not uh if that's not happening uh definitely let me know um so yeah that that is um that's ragnarok that is that is what this is it looks like my audio is duplicating here which is which is really really odd so let me uh let me see if i can't uh change something real quick while we are letting this happen so my microphone i don't want to go there so l- let me know if this uh if this sounds a little bit better um again this is uh doing it solo uh not uh not something that we're we're usually doing here so uh hopefully hopefully this will be uh this will be okay for everybody there Awesome. So yeah, so that's uh, that's Ragnarok, Donna Ragnarok. Uh, really, really loving it. The new powers just, just make things that much better. And because of the way that the new powers work, there's um, in your skills tree, there's a whole bunch of new things that you can unlock as well. Um, so you can get a bunch of new powers, you can level up, you can do all these really cool things. And in Ragnarok, there's a whole pile of new armor and weapons that you can find in that world as well. So, this is a pretty big expansion. Um, looking through the achievements, looking at all the stuff that you have to do, I, I don't, I don't know that you could beat it in in fifteen hours. I, I really don't because even going from story mission to story mission, uh, the 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 new island that you're kind of on is pretty darn huge. People say you can do it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna believe them but man it it does seem like there are a lot of uh th- there's a, a lot of things to go explore and find and um, and kill to actually finish that story so really really enjoying it so um before my mic thing screwed up uh, one of the the things in the game which made me kind of laugh a little bit is you are Ivor uh you are also Odin you have a bunch of different names so now when you talk to people in the game, they're like, oh yeah that that person." they got a lot of names and it's just a a funny way that they're kind of embracing the fact that you are a god being played by the main character of the game which is kind of a god um with the the storyline of the of the game and you're all an assassin and all these things so they they handled it really good and when ubisoft announced that they were going to be excuse me supporting this game for an extra year with extra content it was like how are they going to actually do that? Uh, it's a big game. Don't get me wrong. But how are they going to actually keep this going? Well, they did a really good job. Um, I, I'm loving my playthrough of Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Dawn of Ragnarok. Um, it's I, I picked it up on sale. I think I paid $30 Canadian for it. I, I believe the retail price is $40 US, I want to say. I could be wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, there's... Um, There's some really, really cool features, functionality, and new powers that you get in this game. So if you've played through Valhalla and you want more, definitely check out Dawn of Ragnarok. Um, Besides that one, uh, I've been playing a little bit more of the Adam Wolf game that came out. Talked about it last week. Uh, I was having issues with direct touch on my iPad. Still having issues with direct touch on my iPad. I don't know if it's just my iPad because I've I've received a bunch of comments, either on Twitter or on Discord, of people that were able to play it and have had zero issues with it uh, at all. Um, they didn't have any issues when they first started. They were able to bring up the text box and type in uh, their name. Uh, I couldn't do that. That did not work for me. Um, they also had no issues dragging things up and down on the screen. So I don't know if it's just my iPad, because I've, I've had some issues with some other things like that, so um yeah maybe it's just me but um don't don't sleep on adam wolf it is a really fun game um like i said last week it is a combination detective game mixed with point and click adventure mixed with hidden object mixed with a bunch of different puzzles to solve so it's like the like they took all of my favorite point and click adventures from back in the day from um i don't know police quest all the way up to say mist which really wasn't a point and click adventure but it kind of was a point-and-click adventure. Um, it's kind of like they took all that stuff, grabbed all the best little bits, and made a really fun and intriguing little adventure game. So um enjoying that one as well. haven't gotten too, too much time to play with it, um, just because uh, Ragnarok has been really what I've been playing. Um, question in the chat room, where have I been playing it? I've only been playing it on Stadia, on my uh, Chromecast Ultra uh, with Google TV. And my, um, uh, what is it? Uh, another device. So I, I played on my CCU and, and in browser. So basically, just on Stadia though. That's the only thing that I've been uh, that I've been playing. So I think that's it. What are you guys playing in the chat room? Let us know. Uh, maybe we can chat about that uh, when we get to the end of the show, with what some of you fine folks are playing. So, um, yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, moving on. Noticing that I'm got I got some technical difficulties. So that is uh, that is okay. That's what happens when you uh, when you do this. Uh, that that sometimes happens. I'm gonna have to grab my audio after the video has finished streaming. So that's always fun. Hey, what are you gonna do? Sometimes that happens when you're when you're doing things live. So let's get into the show. Uh, the rest of the show. Let's get into the news. There's actually a heck of a lot of news uh, this week. We had, what, three things last week. We had, um, or next up on Stadia's, we had a whole, whole bunch of those things. Um, Google is not, uh, not, not disappointing. Um, we got a This Week on Stadia this week. It's uh, This Week on Stadia, Conquer Your Fears. And they're talking about all sorts of amazing things coming up on Stadia, including this. Join Stadia for the Google for Games Developer Summit on March 15th um Google continues to um I don't know hype I want to say is that is that a good word for this is this hype are you guys hyped <laughs> i i know i know they are hyping it up to me this is hyping it up um they're also just talking about it a lot i guess other people might say that but it's not just us here it's not just us fans of stadia that are that are getting excited um the verge put up an article Talking about how Google is hinting about um, Windows games running on Stadia, Google might be using something like Proton uh, from Tom Warren uh, in this article. Uh, talking about um, sort of the one of the one of the um, I guess the sessions is called um, making making a Windows emulator on Stadia for no no money or that's not what it's called but uh, something along those lines. Just something very light about making a Windows emulator and and showing it. So a lot of people are taking that to mean that future Stadia games are going to be running Windows binaries that are gonna be um, emulated or um, or translated when they're running on the Google Blades and display that way. So it wasn't only Google or The Verge rather, um, a bunch of different like uh, Windows Central was talking about it. Uh, Google Stadia may soon be able to play unmodified Windows PC games. So there is a heck of a lot of hype out there about this. Um, I'm worried, a little bit worried that this session is just going to be, hey, this is what we did uh, just to see what our blades could do. Um, This isn't something that we're recommending to other people. And here's why. Because all this hype that has been generated, all this, hey, go check this out from Google is going to be a problem (laughs) if that is indeed the case so uh, I'm cautiously optimistic I'm actually really excited about the 15th just to find out more about um, kind of the um, developer side of things because I I always like to hear about that stuff I I used to do a lot of software development I don't really do a lot of software development these days I I do some web stuff Um, that's probably about the extent of it Um, but I always have, uh, some interest, um, with those things. I, I really do love the development aspect of the video game industry. And that's one of the things that I've been focusing on for years and years and years as I've been doing these podcasts, whether it's Stadia, Nintendo Pulse, whatever. So I really want to know the developer side of things, but for Google to be pushing this on their Twitter account, uh, in their this week blogs, getting all these other, um, outlets, I guess, really, really hyped for this. I, I really, truly hope that Google has something awesome to show for it. There's a lot more sessions than initially um, advertised. There was two Stadia sessions before. Now there's the keynote and I think four sessions after that, that that are focusing kind of on Stadia, at least directly or indirectly on Stadia. So it could be a really fantastic event, but I'm, I'm getting very worried. So anyway, that was the first part of this week on Stadia, but then they get into some things that are coming like Mad Streets, which is a, a physics based a brawler is coming to Google Stadia on the 15th. Um, really excited about this one. I I know we've talked about these types of games before and, and Bill hates these like goat simulator sort of games where you are um, not uh, you're not in direct control exactly over things or you are in direct control in a very bad way, Um, for me, I find that stuff super funny. And the thought of playing a physics-based brawler uh, has me really excited. Uh, If anything, this game reminds me of Power Stone, uh, which was a really fun arena-style brawler back in the day, four-player on like Dreamcast. This reminds me a lot of that, uh, which makes me really excited. I'm sure it's not going to be a Power Stone. It's going to be something different. Um, But this has me really really excited to play and, um, and and play these fighting games, uh, physics, 3D physics-based fighting game um, with a bunch of crazy characters because, uh, I, yeah, these are, these are my types of games. I, I love these things. Are you guys excited about uh, Mad Streets at all? Let us know below. We'd love to hear it. And, and then they let us know all the other things that have uh, launched on Stadia, including ryan's rescue squad uh yeah there's there's the little toasty kid himself uh from talking about the uh the the cart game popping up every three seconds like the toasty dude uh in mortal Kombat. Uh, this is a more classic platformer it looks really fun um but obviously it skews super super young not a game i am going to play myself uh but i know that if this comes on um stadia pro in the future i'm sure that i have enough uh, young kids in my family that they're going to be super excited to play this one. Uh, Ryan's Rescue Squad. On Stadia. There you go. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Next big adventure. Sets sail with Ascending Tide. The first part of the Legacy of the Bretons. Year-long adventure kicks off this week. With the launch of the Elder Scrolls Online. Ascending Tide. So launching on March 14th. Uh, you can get access to Ascending Tide add-on content. Via the ESO Plus membership. With crowns from the in-game store. Or on Stadia. So this is uh, one of their what are their mini updates that ESO does where they have like the main big, big update that you buy is like a $50 expansion. And then they have these smaller ones, which you can buy with in-game crowns. Or if you're part of ESO plus, you get access to all that stuff. Um, I haven't played ESO in so long. I kicked that habit. Um, I, I kind of want to play it again. <laughs> the, the new The new stuff here looks really good. Um, maybe when I get my Steam Deck, uh, that'll be the, the, one of the first MMOs that I play on it is ESO because it looks really good. Um, but of course they are fully supporting Google Stadia as always. You can check that out on Google Stadia. Curl up with the latest chapter of Dead by Daylight. Uh, Sadoku, Sadaku, Sadako? Sadako. I've never, I've never read this out loud. I've just read the word. Uh, anyway, Sadako Rising, um, which is, inspired by the Ring series, or Ringu in Japan, um, uh, books and movies. If you like creepy, long-haired lady that, that crawls and climbs through TVs, uh, this content is all for you. I'm going to nope right out of this video, because I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Um, but uh, you can check all that stuff out in Dead by Daylight. Um, another game that is just getting ridiculous support here on um, on Google Stadia of course, it's a game that's getting ridiculous support on every platform. They, they're they continuing to come out with new uh, new new monsters and new uh, villagers. Uh, I don't know what, what to call them in Dead by Daylight, so I'm just going to call them monsters and villagers. They keep coming out with new content, new, uh, new powers, new whatever. Um, Dead by Daylight is as huge as it ever was, it seems. So you can definitely check that stuff out. And if you want to play Dead by Daylight, uh, stadiums will have the chance to play Dead by Daylight. Uh, for no cost it'll be available until the end of the day on march 14th so uh, about one more day um, if you're listening to this one live as we record it so definitely go check that one out um, people in the chat are asking what time the summit is it starts at 9 a.m pacific uh, thanks to everybody in the chat for letting everybody know so uh, this week on stadia they're, they're continuing to put out some amazing news um, we, we all know we talked about it here at length on the show that Google recently changed the way that they're doing things going from uh, every week. There was a This Week on Stadia at exactly 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific uh, on Tuesdays. That has changed. Now they're doing bi weekly, But it does seem like they are getting way more content out, even though they've gone to what they said was a bi weekly release schedule. Um, obviously, they took a lot of the feedback from that survey to heart and a lot of the things that people were saying is we want a roadmap well they added a keynote to the start of the googles with games developer summit hopefully that'll be roadmappy enough for what people want Uh, but they're also coming out with a lot of these um a, a lot of these blog posts which is a really great thing to see it just shows shows people that the platform is alive that the platform is doing what it needs to do which is get out there Get people excited and uh, encourage them to check out a game on Stadia because it really is, for a lot of people, the best way to play. You can play it on any screen, any anything. And the more people that get to try it, um, hopefully that will continue uh, or, or convert uh, some of those people to Stadia fans. Um, more people playing on the platform brings the platform to more people, which then expands the platform, brings it to more eyes, expands the platform. Uh, that's just kind of the way that growth happens. Um, But keeping this news coming out is such an important thing for Google to do. So I'm really glad to see that that is what they are doing. So anyway, that's This Week in Stadia. Let us know what you think. Uh, Are are you excited about uh, Mad Streets? Any of these things? I don't know. Ryan's Rescue Squad? Whatever. Let us know. We'll chat about that in a little bit when we get to crowd play. All right. Next up. Um, So not only did we get a This Week in Stadia, we got a Next Up on Stadia as well. This one dropped um, not too long ago and proceeded to blow a lot of minds because a lot of people have been asking for games, these games or games like this. Uh, So this is really exciting. So next up on Stadia coming soon is um, Skitty City Skylines or Cities Skylines, Overcooked All You Can Eat and Golf with Your Friends. So first... Ah, uh, city skylines. If you're not familiar, city skylines is like, um, it, it's like SimCity turned up to eleven. Um, I've played a little bit of, of this game on PC and really liked it. Um, someone that I used to um pod- podcast with every once in a while, um, talk about, listen to their shows, et cetera, et cetera, used to stream this game all the time, and I was always so jealous because at the time when they when he was doing it my pc couldn't handle city skylines uh other than in like a very basic level i had a really bad pc back in the day of course my machine now could 100 uh handle this um but uh, that doesn't matter i'd rather i'd much rather play this one on google stadia so city skylines will be coming out uh, this spring we don't have a release date on it but if you're not familiar with it you can build a city of your dreams uh you can uh, simulate traffic water electricity you name it um you can set your different policies for the different districts your tax rates there's a full day night cycle um there's even just a a metric ton of DLC to add different things so if you like like huge interstates with like 18 lanes that are all kind of crisscrossing doing like the spaghetti thing that is that is there if you want to make a city that is completely uh renewable energy uh, dependent you can do that as well there's a bunch of DLC for um For big, um, I don't know, uh, just electric vehicles on your car and and putting uh, windmills instead of um, coal or coal or gas burning uh, power plants and all those things, City Skylines, such a fun game. This is going to be fantastic on Google Stadia. I cannot wait. because even on like console, like if you get picked this up and you're playing it on PlayStation, and you have a big city it bogs down very badly. Um, it's not a fault of the platform. It's just that's the way the game is. Um, I've seen some really ridiculous, ridiculous cities. So I'm super, super excited for City Skylines. Um, and then up is Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat. So this is sort of a amalgamation of all the Overcooked games uh, put together. So all of the maps from Overcooked 1 and 2 are in this with a whole pile of different chefs that you can choose from there's a bunch of unlockable chefs and things like that you can get together and play um multiplayer with your friends in multiple modes um this this is a game that literally can be played by anybody um there's a lot of text of course so maybe the young youngsters might be uh, a little bit more hard-pressed to be playing this game uh, but once you get into the whole cooking thing, um, pretty much anybody can play this. And if this, if this game is going to be uh, as popular on Stadia as I think it is, I, I can see a bunch of different Overcooked nights uh, popping up all over the place for people to jump in and, and play this game. Um, the original Overcooked, um, I dubbed it as the game to ruin marriages uh, because I sat here with my wife. Uh, we started playing through Overcooked and we realized after a couple uh, a couple missions that, you know, maybe it isn't a good idea to be playing this game together because we were being very competitive with each other, even though it's a cooperative game. Um, so uh, maybe playing with uh, with four people on screen might, might make things a little bit easier <laughs> or something like that. But uh, yeah, online multiplayer is baked into this one now. So you can play with your friends, you can play with your enemies if you choose, uh, and you can um, cook some food which uh, who doesn't want to cook food cooking food is great Uh, and then finally in this list a golf with friends which um, I I'm not familiar with this game apparently it's been out for a while this is from team 17 so uh, we had um, team 17 for overcooked and then up here we have uh, paradox interactive as the publisher for city skylines so we got some new people doing development on google stadia which is really good which is really really good, but uh, golf with friends. Um, there was a there was a racing game back in the day called Track Mania, and you might have seen videos in the past of just like a thousand different cars going over ramps and leaving kind of ghosts as they go over the ramps and things like that. That that that's a part of Track Mania where you could see kind of um, everybody that has played that course, kind of what their lines are, how they got to where they got to, um, maybe show you ways of how you can kind of scrape off half a second or whatever if you're trying to come in first. That is what this reminds me of, except with golf, uh, which mini golf, which is even better. This looks ridiculous. There's a 12-player multiplayer, so you can play with up to 11 people simultaneously. So you are all playing at the exact same time, which is ridiculous. Um, I I remember uh, playing PGA Tour with Bill when we were kind of playing the I can't remember the mode it wasn't speed golf but uh it was what whatever whatever that mode was called and you could actually see Bill's shot kind of land right by me as I was taking my shot a little distracting um this is going to be that times 11 uh because 11 other people are joining you in mini golf uh very very excited for this one so golf with your friends this one's coming in April a uh, bunch of different power-ups bunch of different game modes full level editors so if you if you if you don't like uh if you don't like the levels that exist um in this uh, th- this little mini video that's playing you can make your own little uh, castle and have people play through your mini golf why not it looks like fun and then of course there's a full customization so you can put stupid hats on your on your golf ball like a pirate hat you can change the color of your balls uh, in the game, you can uh, you can. It looks like you can uh, adjust the colors individually as well. So if the presets aren't what you want, if you really want that particular shade of purple, you can do that with uh, the customizations. It, it's always it's always kind of funny when they say, "Look how customization! Look how many customizations are in here!" It, it's a golf game. You're, you're hitting a golf ball around, but the the fact that your golf balls um, can basically get hats uh, is going to make the multiplayer stuff. Even more ridiculous. So I I can't wait. Golf of Friends looks so, so good. Uh, That one's coming, as I said, in April of this year. So very, very soon. Then you have Overcooked, also coming in April. And then we have Cities Skylines with, I hope, all of the the DLC available as well. That is coming spring. So hopefully uh, that'll be coming in April as well. We'll see. Um, Just... Just crazy, crazy amount of awesome announcements over the last little bit. Um, not only the this week in Stadia, but we had those multiple game announcements last week. We have this game announcement this week, Golf With Your Friends, Overcooked, City Skylines uh i i don't think we're gonna have a problem hitting that 100 person or 100 games added to the stadia library in 2022 i think we are well on our way um in fact if you look at some of the websites like stadia source when they have a list of the games that are upcoming there's a lot of games that we actually have release dates for or release windows for when before we didn't uh, which is uh which is a really good thing to see so um yeah keep it up google love Love seeing this uh, coming to my email and blog reader, RSS readers. um, keep, Keep these awesome things coming. All right. And if that wasn't it, if that wasn't enough, Google came out with another blog post. Play the best of Ubisoft on Stadia with new games and add on content so more games more content uh, love this really really love this um this is a really good way to push kind of the assassin's creed valhalla stuff uh donna ragnarok which i chatted about earlier in this episode uh you can wield the power of a god absorb new abilities from those you've defeated um my favorite part of this new edition um uh, is the ability to absorb the different powers love it uh journey into a norse myth uh, from underground forges to soaring golden peaks, immerse yourself in a vast and perilous new world of Norse mythology as you embrace your fate as a Norse god. Uh, new enemies of ice and fire. I already talked about the fire fire people. Um, if you know kind of what's what's happening in the in-game, um, I guess, story or or the, the kind of the world that you're in, you're going to have um, ice giants as well as the fire giants. So there is uh, definitely a bit of a fire and ice thing going on. And uh, you get to experience Odin's personal saga, which is great. So talked about this already. It, it is good. Um, I, I'm actually, I can't wait to get back in and play through this game. Uh, hanging out with dwarves, uh, forging new weapons, finding new powers. Um, this has just been so, so much fun. So uh, you can check that out on Stadia right now. Trivial Pursuit Live, the world's most well-known trivia game, is coming to Stadia on March 17th. Experience the thrill of competing on a trivia or a TV trivia game show at home or on the go, featuring question formats to challenge players. So this is a uh, a TV show version of Trivial Pursuit um, live, which you'll be able to play on Stadia on March seventeenth. So that's good to see. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, get ready to play the new Demon Veil season, which is coming next week. So this is going to be uh, season of year the first season rather of year seven in Siege with uh, Demon Veil, which is a new operator, or I guess new content um, a content pack with the new operator Azami to the game's roster. Uh, she uses uh, kunai blades um, to, to, perf- to make barriers uh, for cover, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I guess you, you toss the, the knives and they turn into a barrier or whatever. Looks really interesting. If, uh, if you're into Rainbow Six Siege, you'll be able to get some more content for that. And then, of course, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Discovery, Discovery Tour of Viking Age. You can immerse yourself in the Viking Age thanks Discovery Tour. Players will roam freely through Norway, England, and the mythical realms of Jotunheim and the Asgard map, free of conflict or gameplay constraints, and relive history through stories with eight major quests. You'll get to interact with charismatic, historical, or fictional characters, including... King Alfred, uh shipbuilders, monks, and more. So um if you've already produced or produced, if you already purchased rather Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you'll be able to jump right in and play through this. If you've ever um checked out these discovery tours, like there was one for Assassin's Creed Origins, where you could go through kind of like ancient uh, Egypt. Um very cool. So they they really show sort of the um I, I guess the development that goes into the worlds of these games where they take historical facts they take historical pictures they develop and build these worlds to look sort of what they would uh if you were existing at that time but then they tie it together um with history from point to point to point to point very cool um I'm I'm really surprised that there isn't a version like a cloud version of Assassin's Creed that has um, the Valhalla stuff, the Origins, and um, I'm blanking on the one that came out just before Valhalla. I'm blanking on the name of that one, but whatever. I'm surprised that they don't have those tours all um, built into one app and then release them free to schools so that kids can go and play through these um, amazing adventures, kind of like a museum, but it's a museum that you can go through and play. Um, ubisoft does such a great job with these things and um odyssey thank you jared in chat room uh yeah doing too many things um i have too many windows open and too many things going on to uh, for that to pop up in my brain the way it should so yeah uh odyssey origins and valhalla put that all into one world then you get like ancient egypt ancient greece and then you get like kind of like the norse mythology stuff in valhalla um you can you could really um, show this stuff off in schools and have kids really excited about learning uh, because they're playing through assassin's creed without the stabby stabby so teachers wouldn't even have to worry about that which is a really good thing so uh, hopefully they can do more with this stuff um, and then of uh, the follow-up last line in this email more ubisoft games are making their way to the stadie store for you to look forward to including Oddballers and Tom Clancy (laughs) X-Defiant, which is something that we learned about a while ago and haven't heard too much about it there. So I don't know. What do you you folks think of all of these blog posts that Google has been doing lately? Um, This is the most communication I think we've ever had, um, which is great. Getting three blog posts a week, uh, whether they're this week in Stadia or just next ups, um, or just general blog posts like this uh, Ubisoft one. Uh, I'm really, really excited for kind of the future of Stadia now um, with this communication from Google. Um, I was really worried there for a while that we just weren't going to get the level of communication that we hoped for. Um, but it definitely, definitely looks like that has been turned around, which is a very, very good thing. So I'm kind of like blowing through all the content in here. Uh, I forgot how much uh, playing off of another person can kind of uh, spread things out uh, a little bit. So we might actually be finished this episode uh, before too much time. Uh, Everybody get your questions, comments, and thoughts in the chat room if you want me to talk about them in crowd play. would love to do that to kind of wrap up the show. Um, But uh, before we do that, uh, a friend of the show, John Scar over at 4 Gaming posted this one up uh, based on a Reddit post. um, And that is Capcom is hiring for a new position, which is development engine development. Um, this is development work for the RE engine, which is Capcom's in-house engine. Uh, you're in charge of the part that supports, uh, that supports the entire game engine, including design and development uh, of the underlying library, verification, yada, yada, yada. Um, they go to all the platforms that it's going to be on, PS4, 5, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series, PC, Stadia, iOS, Android, etc. cetera. So uh, they're hiring for a platform engineer um, for Stadia uh, as part of it so that, that they, they, they said the S word Capcom isn't done with this platform, uh, which is really great to see. Uh, and this just joins all of the other amazing job postings that we've been seeing across the industry where people are talking about Google. Um, Stadia is obviously not dead according to everybody that is making games for it. So that is a, a really, really good thing to see. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get a little bit more from Capcom, news from Capcom before the end of the year. Um, obviously, it takes a lot from when you hire someone to when they can actually make some really big changes to change the way that you're doing stuff. Hopefully, uh, we can get some news before the end of the year on Capcom. Um, because that would be great to see more Resident Evils come. Uh, maybe Resident Evil remakes. Um, bring those over would be fantastic. Uh, Reverse. There you go. Maker of Chaos. Um, that one needs to come to the platform still. Maybe they're still fighting with engines uh, when you get into the multiplayer stuff. Maybe the engine isn't as performant as they had hoped. So they need some some time to get that working. Um, yeah. I Who knows? But hopefully this means that we're going to be getting more Capcom games on stadia i would love to see more of their library make their way over all right and then last up uh for news this week in a very very big news week here on google stadia uh or i guess in the google stadia world uh and this is the latest uh, stadia apk um this is done by jack uh, Deslip, so you can go check that over at uh, the pants network (laughs) pnts network uh, this blog post is going to be updated every time there's a new binary. And it looks like with the Stadia 4.6 update, um, which came out on March 7th, there are some codes in this new update that uh, let, us, let us into some potential future updates for Stadia controllers. Um, obviously not for the Stadia controller itself, because this guy doesn't have an accelerometer built into it. Um, but maybe the potential of using this as a Steady controller, your phone, um, to do motion sensitive gaming. Um, so there's some some new bi- some new strings that they found in the binary. Use motion sensors with touch gamepad uh, device motion config sensor to gamepad field configs device motion config sensor to gamepad field config device motion config exponential transformation whole bunch of things, um, but they're all. Um, revolving around the ability to use a motion sensor of some sort in gaming, including ways to map your motion controls to button presses. So vertical value to button map or horizontal value to button map. What that leads me to believe is that if you're holding your phone and you tilt it all the way back, you could have that trigger a button. So instead of having to hit a button, you could just move your phone down or move your phone up or left and right. that makes me very excited. Um, I know that uh, Google has kind of sold out of their Stadia controllers. <laughs> they, don't, they don't really sell as many of those uh, premium packs. The $22 deals are gone. So a lot of people have these things kicking around. Unfortunately, these ones don't have motion controls and a lot of people really love motion controls. Um, so I hope that not only will you be able to use your phone in future versions of the Stadia app, um, to do motion controls, but they will actually start supporting motion controls whether you're using like a a, a PS5 or or an Xbox or a Nintendo Switch controller that has um, that has motion controls built in, all the accelerometers built into it. Because uh, Bill, for example, he loves motion controlled aiming when he's playing first person shooters. Personally, I don't, um, but it gives that ability. Um, that extra functionality to people that will allow you to um, play games the way you want, which is kind of the, um, I don't know, that's, that's, the, that's the slogan. That's the advertising slogan for Google Stadia. Play games where you want, how you want. Um, be able to support more controllers with more functionality on those controllers is going to be a good thing. So I'm secretly hoping that uh, this comes, but then just allows us to use physical controllers with motion controls as well. That would be really good for people that really like it. Um, And uh, in in continuing in the breakdown, there's some per game customization. Um, So it's not gonna be an all or nothing thing, uh, which makes a lot of sense. Some games you'd probably want motion controls on, others you wouldn't. Um, It looks like this might be part of a future update to the touch control uh, method where you can maybe sort of customize what your touch control screen looks like which would be really good. And um yeah, there's a there's a bunch of other things in here as well. If you want to check it out, you can you can head on over to Jack's amazing con- continuously updated Stadia APK findings uh blog post over at uh, the Pants Network, pntsnetwork.com and uh check those things out there. So yeah, this is this is really exciting. More more updates uh makes me happy. Um there was an update recently March 1st for the Android TV as well. So we got 4.6 on Android and then we got 4.5 on Android TV which um adds some other things. So Google is constantly constantly updating things uh which is a really really good thing to see. So um that's going to about do it for news. So we're going to we're going to look at the chat room a little bit. Uh, we might actually end this one uh, maybe 10 minutes early uh, just because it is a solo show and it is hard to do a full hour sometimes. But I'm going to go through all your questions. Get them in below if, I, if I've if i maybe missed them um, so that we can have a better, a better look at some of these things. Um, please, Capcom, give us a Monster Hunter and Lost Judgment. Uh, ELCN, yes, uh, getting more Monster Hunter would be, or getting Monster Hunter at all would be really good. I know a lot of people love that. Uh, Lost Judgment would be great. Um, The Stadia Adventure, do you think a 60 FPS toggle will come to Odyssey now that the Gen 9 consoles have a stable 60 FPS build? That is a really interesting point. So recently um, Assassin's Creed got an update um, for Odyssey on Xbox that I was uh, watching someone talk about where you can lock your frame rate for 60 frames a second. Getting rid of a lot of the complaints for these kind of older Cross-gen Assassin's Creed games that they were kind of locked with kind of the limitations of the last-gen consoles, even though they're running on newer hardware. Um, I would really, really love any time that you can get sixty frames a second. Um, I'm a big fan of. Uh, for the longest time, I was playing Assassin's Creed on on um, graphic mode, so I wanted the best-looking game, but that would frequently dip under thirty frames a second. I don't have I don't have a frame counter on. But you can just, you can tell if you've played enough games at 30 or 60, you can tell when things aren't quite as locked down as they should be. Um, since then, <laughs> that was a while ago, since then, I've been playing Assassin's Creed locked um, in performance mode. I want to have the highest frame rate possible and be able to do that in 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 Valhalla has been great. It would be nice to do that in Odyssey or Origin, um, get those games at a higher frame rate, which would make... Which would make it a better experience for me someone that doesn't like uh things to be leggy when it comes to frames it's weird my um my gameplay on stadia went from just loving the fact that you can jump into stadia and play games at 4k and that was for me that was the only thing that mattered was it 4k i just bought a new tv i bought two new tvs oh i bought a new monitor okay i want to experience everything in 4k I've changed from that to you know what 1080p upscaled uh, at 60 frames a second is most times better. Um, that that's kind of how my opinion on things have changed uh, through playing for a year. Or so, so yeah, Stadia Adventure getting Odyssey um, updated to have a 60 frames per second mode, whether it's always 60 frames or you have to turn ch- turn on a performance mode or a graphics mode similar to what you do in Valhalla would be. Really, really great. So yeah, hopefully we get that. Um, So thanks for that uh, question, the Stadia Venture. Uh, Let's keep going down. Uh, I can't see. It just scrolled down. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if they had a Stadia education program? Just put the AC Discovery Tour stuff, Krata, and some other stuff for schools. Yeah, we've been talking about that here forever. When Stadia was really playable well on Chromebooks, it made total sense to to advertise these to schools and get a bunch of educational games added to the store. Um, this is kind of like a, uh, I don't know, a, I don't know, <laughs> a thin edge of the wedge, driving it into a door to kind of open it up a little bit um, to, to get people playing on your platform. I know, for example, my daughter, um, she plays on her Chromebook all the time. She plays Terraria um, with mouse and keyboard. She'll play other games with like a controller and she doesn't she doesn't almost ever load up Stadia on a television. She is mainly loading it up on her Chromebook and playing it that way, um, which is interesting. Uh, I, I it's just kind of a different way of doing things for her. Um, she she enjoys it. She enjoys playing that way. I prefer the big screen, and that is one of the the best features of of Stadia for for a lot of people out there. Um, but having more educational things on on the store and introducing a mode for teachers which can lock down things a little bit more and and allow everybody in your classroom to play these things would be a really, really cool way to do it. so i'm uh, i'm I'm excited to see that happen in the future. I'm still gonna cross my fingers and hope that it happens because I think this could be huge for stadia. All right, uh, let's scroll up a little bit. Let's see some other things. Um, if you want to ask for GTA, uh okay no that's not it um bu- 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 bu. Uh, rg geek we need more local multiplayer games and seeing new team seventeen games give you hope that worms will eventually come to stadia yeah team seventeen i i, I like their games uh they they had a little bit of a, a run in with uh the the nft um the nft word they they wanted to do some things and didn't listen to their community and then their community blew back really hard and they had to do an about-face really, really fast. So I know they have a bit of a black eye in the industry right now. Hopefully, that isn't something that lasts very long because um, Worms was one of the games that I would play with my friends all the time. Um, Scorched Earth would have been the first one where you have a bunch of different weapon loadouts. Um, If you're not familiar with Worms, I think everybody's familiar with Worms these days. Um, But it's a game where you are a worm and you fire your weapons uh, at other worms on a 2D plane. Your weapons actually explode a bit of the world. So if you miss, uh, you can actually like carve away at some of the land that these enemies are standing on and they can fall to their death. Things like that. Played a lot of Scorched Earth back in the day. Played a lot of worms. If we get like Worms Armageddon on Stadia, that would be a fantastic game to add. Um, amazing multiplayer stuff um, a lot of great multiplayer um, gaming uh, can be had in these types of games which would be heck of a lot of fun I I'd, I'd just love to see scorched earth come back I, I would love to whoever owns that IP to just re- republish it the exact same way 640 by 480 stretch it out to uh, from, from that to whatever screen you're playing on That would be a hell of a lot of fun to play. So that would be really great. Uh, Now your mama knows. Q&A, it's been some time now. Do you finally agree with me that Spartans are... Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, That Spartans are better than Vikings. I do not. I do not agree that Spartans are better than Vikings, mainly because I have Viking blood in my body and I don't have Spartan blood in my body. So uh, I have to come out and say that Vikings are better. I was growing a Viking beard. I had I had my little Viking berade in the front. Um, I, I know you you cosplay as a cowboy uh, and now your mama knows, but I don't see you cosplaying as a Spartan very often. I was cosplaying as a Viking. So clearly Vikings are better. Uh, thanks for that (laughs) stadia adventure og lemmings to stadia uh, would be great uh yeah lemmings um lemmings was like a terrible game when when i first started playing it. i'm like i don't understand why people want to play this like this is this is trash and then i learned i learned about all the different things that you could do all the different ways that you could quickly make your way through uh through a level and i played the heck out of lemmings i loved it after the after giving it a chance and uh coming back to that would be really great uh that would be uh that would be fantastic uh to see so yeah Stadia adventure lemmings to stadia would be great uh tori m do you plan to play destiny 2 witchcreen it's a great expansion i know bill was playing it he really enjoyed it um I, I picked up the last expansion um, Beyond Light or whatever it was called, I'm blanking on the name right now. and um, I, I did something in the game. I said, okay, I've tried to make Destiny stick. Um, I played I played a heck uh, out of Destiny One. I love Destiny One. I, I, all the content in Destiny One, except for some of the um, some of the, the the big missions, like the raids and things like that, I played everything up to that stuff loved Destiny 1. And then when Destiny 2 came out, it just for some reason it didn't stick with me. Um so when whenever the last expansion came out and I picked that up, I said, "Okay, what I'm going to do is I am going to uh pick it up. I'm going to buy the season pass. And if I do not complete the season pass in time, I'm going to stop trying to play Destiny." And I didn't finish the season pass. I didn't even get halfway through. So I think I'm done uh buying new Destiny expansions. I pop in every once in a while, uh, to check out some of the content that I already have access to. Witch Queen looks fantastic. The new missions, the new raids, a lot of the new stuff that um, I've I, I've watched streamers play looks absolutely fantastic. Um, I just don't have the time right now for a, a game that I'm married to. So we've talked about this on the show. I listen to a podcast called DLC, and uh, the, the hosts there talk about games that you're married to and games that you're dating. So one a game that you're married to, you come back to all the time. It is always there as something that you're playing. You do play with other things every once in a while, but you always come back to that game you're married to. I don't have one of those right now. I'm kind of jumping from game to game to game to game. I just don't have time for a um for 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 a game that I would have to play as much as I would with Destiny to properly level up all my tunes and all these things so yeah i not a game for me i'm super happy that you're enjoying it tori um but uh yeah i i'm gonna not pick that one up yet maybe in the future i will jump through that witch queen Witch queen stuff because it looks really really good and uh hopefully elden ring uh kills the practice of microtransactions yeah elden ring doesn't have microtransactions which is great um I was reading an article about uh, Chocobo Racing GP came out for Nintendo Switch and other, I think PlayStation and Xbox, not on Stadia. So it's not a Stadia game. But this is a a $40 retail game that launched with essentially the same sort of stuff that you would have in a mobile game. So um, you would have to buy gems to unlock characters. You would have to play 8,000 races to actually unlock the final character in the season pass. I hope that stuff goes away. I truly, truly hate those types of microtransactions. And yeah, Elden Ring is is, is a game that you could spend hundreds and hundreds of hours in uh, without uh, DLC or without uh, paid microtransactions. It seems like it's a pretty crazy uh, affordable or, or uh, it's a lot of bang for your buck, uh, whether you can actually get there or not, uh, because the game is really hard where well, you can get to that content, who knows? But uh, But yeah, the game itself is really good. All right. Um. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's all the questions. So, you know what? I think this is a good place to end it. Thanks everybody for coming out and hanging out for a solo Steadycast. I know it is uh it's always better when Bill's here, um uh, but he unfortunately is under the weather today. Hopefully, we can uh talk to him next week on Steadycast, but uh but yeah, I think that's going to about do it for me. So take it easy, everybody. It was so awesome hanging out with you for a Sunday. Clayton, just just rewind it. That's the best part about uh, YouTube Live is you can just go all the way to the start. So I know you missed most of it. Just go all the way back. Just just rewind a little bit. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> all right, everybody, uh, take it easy. We will talk to you here next week on StadiaCast. Be sure to head on over to nerdnest.tv to check out all the other stuff that we're doing here. Check out the On Deck podcast. And you can, of course, follow me on Twitter at DASME. D-A-S-M-E on Twitter. We'd love to chat with you. That's going to do it for me. Take it easy, folks. We'll talk to you here next week on StadyCast.